It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, from the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. Um, We're just going to keep going with our discussion with Coach here um, that we started yesterday. But before we do that, um, I would ask you to go over and check out Dr. Dish. They are they're everywhere. They're in the college programs. They're in the high school programs or in youth programs. It's a one of a kind shooting machine. I don't think you'll find it anywhere else. Mention Coach Unplugged or High School Hoops. I'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If time's an, of the essence, if you just want to become a little bit better at your craft, go over and check it out. Um, within there, we've started a new course and our new podcast. Um, it's just available. There's only two places you can get it. You can get it on teachhoops.com if you do the monthly membership, or you can go over to Patreon. Um, we're putting it on there along with some other things. So uh, if you would like either one of those, go over and check it out. They're down in the show notes. Subscribe and like. All right, let's head off to the podcast. That's rule of one. Rule of two, the rule two is if you really cannot solve it with yourself and you cannot make head or tail of what the hell this coach is saying and you start, you begin to think I'm going crazy, go ask a teammate. Right. And I said, and if you and your teammate can't Figure solve it, it together, then I have failed. You then come to me, and that way I'm solving two problems, not one. Right. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and, and, and they're like, okay. So if they come around, and I've, uh, there's like little things, just little things where they turn around, they're like, uh, coach. Uh, so when I start practice, I put all the water bottles in a corner of the gym. And I put, um, I ask them to put their, we have a bench on the side. And I turn around and say, right. So we have lights and light and dark tops. I said, any of your lights or dark tops that you need to actually put on uh, during the course of this practice need to be on that bench. Um, we do a, I do a preseason talk on something called the diet of dependency, um, where I turn around and I said, right, the diet of dependency is you must do everything. Your parents don't do it for you. Um, right. do, you do, do you put on your own T-shirt? Yes. Do you put on your underwear? Yes. Do you put tie your own shoelaces? That's great. So there, there's nothing that your parents should be doing. The data dependency is on you. Right. And during practice, the data dependency is still on you. It's not on me. Right. 
uh, I am here to make you a better basketball player. It's on you to become a better basketball player and be open to that. Um, I love that. Um, yeah, it, it's like I don't deal. There's like all those wasted time things. It's like I tell them, if you need a drink, you can get a drink whenever you want. But you're in charge of your own water bottle, bringing it, taking it away, blah, blah, blah. That's not, the only, the only yeah. thing I have enforced this year is I've given, I've turned around, I've said we're going to have five timeouts during a training session. Okay, these are these are my tools for practice. Okay. This is the kind of stuff I want to talk to you about. These are my tools during practice. Um, kids have the ability to reset any drill, so they can scream reset and it resets. Right? They also have a, the ability to call one timeout per drill. So if they want to call a timeout, they have a sixty-second timeout to get their teammates together. In a, in a huddle, talk to them, talk to each other, and then uh, oh we, we go back out onto the floor. How often so do they do that? They have a reset, but they, they're allowed one time out every drill. They don't have but, to use it. But how often do they do it? They, they started doing it. They started okay. The reset button got called a few times, and then when some of the younger guys just couldn't fathom what the hell is going on, the older guys called. They said, hey, coach, can I get time out? Like, yep, sure, you got time out. Go 60 seconds on the clock, go. Right. And they all and get do you keep like, the clock running during practice? I'll keep I keep yeah, it I think that's I think that's key. It's like everything. yeah, everything. It's like because I want them to be get used to looking at it too. It's like that's you know. So that's that's that that's this. You move you you you've kind of introduced a second level of it, and I give them five timeouts during a two hour practice. Uh, our uh, two hour practice, no, two hour practice, very very closely mimics a game that we have. Four quarters, forty minutes, ten minutes, um, a uh, ten minutes as a as a is our halftime okay. um and we have like usually a 10 10 minute uh, pre-game so that it kind of mimics a two-hour uh, game session so we 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 i have five timeouts each of which is 60 seconds i give them two in the first hour and i and i can take three in those timeouts they want to drink water they all go to the corner that we've that, uh, designated for water and we they drink their water and i'm and i'm talking to them however this year I made a conscious decision that in those timeouts, they talk first. Oh, I like that. 15 seconds, they reflect on whatever's going on because they need to have, give me 100% of their attention. Right. So let them get up, give them 15 seconds to let them do what the hell they need to do. If I can't deliver in 45 seconds what I need to be telling them, I'm in the wrong damn If you job. can't deliver in 30, because yeah, literally, think about it. This, this is my breakdown. 15 seconds, reflection. 30 seconds, they're now listening to me. 15 seconds at the end is they reiterate or they they repeat what they need to be doing on the floor so that i am i'm closing the loop of learning um which i've taken stolen from my wife right but it's true but it's true it's because you got you got we we literally live in a snapchat slash you know this world that everything's so they got to be able to do it in 30 20 30 seconds boom 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 boom. if they can't yeah They've they've really responded well to that, and like they've that. kind of bonded. And what we've turned around, I've, my my agreement with them is, if they start a timeout, finish a timeout, right? Anything must anything like that, they must accompany with positive touches. So you must you see another teammate on the street, that must there must be a positive touch. Now that can be a high five, a fist bump. I don't care what it is, right? I'm not too bothered, but there must be some kind of positive touches going on. Yeah, and um. I've kind of stolen that. It's the three um, clap thing, too, or the two clap thing when yeah, things aren't going yeah. well. That's what we do. That's, that's crazy. You say you say that. Um, I was watching the Euros this year. Um, Lithuania was playing at the under 16s there in Division A, which is Division One. Uh, sorry, Division A, 
Uh, and they're one of the top teams. And it's crazy because I sat there and I'm like, I was watching under 16 games. The Lithuanians are shooting a free throw, right? Usually if you're playing at home, the whole gym goes silent. Right. Right. The Lithuanians, when they go to the free throw, their home team are clapping. And I couldn't like, I, I was like baffled by the whole situation. I'm going, right. So one of the GB coaches that I know that actually works with us, I message him. I'm like, listen, Mac, you, do, you have, do you have access to any of the Lithuanian coaches? He's like, yeah. He's like, I've got some to stay in the same hotel. I'm like, listen, can, can we ask like, what the, why do they actually clap right. during um, the free throws? And he was like, I've already asked them that. And I was like, okay. He says, because they, they, the coach turns around and the, whole, the entire gym turns around and says, it is more stressful to shoot the ball if there's a complete silence. So if you're used to sl- like shooting the ball with all that noise, which right. is in the gym, balls are bouncing, everything is yep. all, everyone's clapping, just making noise going, don't worry about it, just stay calm through it. Right. It's more stressful to shoot the side of the gym. I'm like, that's there's been studies too i was reading something that basically you, you, basically by the third clap you should let yeah. it go like i yeah. just made a bad pass it turns like all right rather than getting your there's some yeah. there's a there's an energy with clapping yeah. you know it's a it's yeah. huge, it's it's in our blood somewhere you know it's just human nature there's something with that noise yeah like that's that's what i tell my boys by the third clap if you better let it go or we're gonna have some issues you know um, yeah, I mean that, that's that's it. Just kind of move on. It's that next possession mentality that I keep telling my, my boys yep. about. And they need a cue. Like, they need a cue. At, you know, even the younger, you yeah, need yeah, some sort of cue cool. that this is we're done. Okay, next. Because yeah, I mean, this this time around at, at in Edinburgh, I even in a in a real game, I turned around. I told the boys. I said, right, in the first half, I'm going to give you one timeout. In the second half, you're going to get one timeout. Right. I'm right. taking five of my timeouts. I'm going to work with three. Two of them are yours. The bench needs to tell me when they want it. Right. And fair enough. First half, for actually first end of first quarter, we were up only five. The score was 13-8. Um, they called the first time out. They're like, coach, we got to talk to everyone. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that because now we're kind of moving into level one. Right. I'm not at level three anymore. And it's scary how quickly I have become that coach when I absolutely failed at being that coach last year with the under-18s. Right. Had gotten sometimes so- the 18s need more twos and twos and a halves, to be honest. Yeah. Sometimes they yeah. do because they're egos and they, they do. Um, yeah, it's not, we're not football coaches. That's the thing is you, you make one mistake in a football game, you lose, yeah. you know, soccer yeah. game, whatever. But there's hundreds of mistakes. That's the key is I think we as coaches in practice have to teach them how to let go of those mistakes quickly, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, that's that's my main goal for this year my main goal this year is to make sure my reflection sheets are all on are all documented so when i kind of have that that end of season meeting with all the parents and kids and say right this is what we've done through the year there's the kind of strengths weaknesses and things that that the kids um, exhibited we've done a december review this is what it looks like they did there was a lot of progress made in december there was not a lot of progress made in december and then there's one done at the end of the se- at the end of the season progress through this through the course of the season. So, I mean, um, that's going to be interesting for me. That's going to be like one thing that we're going to do this year. The second thing is, I'm I'm just it's going to be fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals this year because if kids are going to go through this program and I have the opportunity to impact, what is the base of players coming through with my program? I'm, I have to put in the work this year 
right with regards to that and it doesn't like so we're we're going to go through skills checklist the ones that i shared with you yep that's great we've already they should have already checklist a lot of that stuff uh prior to coming to me because that's done at a club level right so i'm an academy coach they've they've risen up to academy now that skills checklist should be checked off however there's going to be things where i for example i turned around and i said right um do you know what are the four moves that consist of any dribble drive action that happens in within basketball? And they're like, yeah, coach, we know it. Um, there's a dribble. It's like, yeah. So there's a crossover. It's like, right. So there's a behind the back. I was like, right. So there's a spin move. I said, right. I said, is that your answers? I'm like, he's like, yeah, coach, that, those, are, those are all the moves. I was like, no. I said, none of those involved. Like what, what fundamental moves, all, everything that you've just told me, all I can see is there are four, four consistent moves. There is a lead step, right? Right, right leg lead step, left leg lead step, right leg lead cross, right leg, left leg lead, lead cross. I said, if you can master those four things, the rest of everything that you just told me, a Easy. crossover between the legs behind the backspin move, it, it all comes off those four very fundamental so that it's kind of one of those things where i need to strip them back just a little bit because coaches have been overly enthusiastic of kind of saying let's move them on let's move them on let's move them on let's move them on right right and they come to me and they're like well i was like great so you're sitting there doing a behind the back dribble and you're not moving right it's like so, breaking it down into threes like you know how do you rebound well how do yeah. you you know get low you got to turn the body you got to find kind i mean then you got to go the, the one people forget is then you got to go get the ball kind of thing you know yeah. after that. and we, we work on that actual contact and then pop you know um yeah that's hard i've, I've so far d- d- dedicated one entire um practice to just rebounding right just rebounding because it's a lost skill. It is. It's not something, you know, everyone's dribbling, like you said before. Everyone's working on their the dribble. The dribble. That's what it yeah, is. The kids, the one, that's, what, that's what they see. They see Steph Curry warming up before a game. Two basketballs. I was like, right. I said, I can't keep reminding them going, you know, that's what you see. There's one Steph Curry. There's yes, 8 million it. people. Yeah, and, 8 million. and I looked at him and I said, I said you, you forget he does that stuff to get him in the zone. He's not working on anything that's his that's his way of actually just getting, that's his pregame ritual. Right. And that's part of his routine. And, and this year we're, I'm, I'm going to do a lot of, um, so the, the progress is one thing. Uh, the off the court stuff is another thing that I'm going to be yep. talking about this year. Um, I've made a conscious effort to actually talk to them about nutrition. Yeah. Um, I think that's really good. Uh, one of my Sleep. colleagues is actually very, very qualified in uh, strength and conditioning and nutrition. So he came along during camp and gave um, gave an hour and a half talk about what, because it's very strange with the younger ones because they have a lot of body image issues and like I'm not used to that with the with the older kids they were very much right with lights and darks where one's going to go skins and shirts and that's right. it we, yeah. we, we were off we were working they were not bothered by it, but this younger age group they're like oh okay um, not too right. comfortable picking off my t-shirt. Right. Yeah. Just little stuff like that, you know, it is, it, it's like, it's one of those things where you kind of sit back after three days of practice and go, all right, here we go. Here this we go. And the thing awesome. is you got to talk about the nutrition part is huge. And I, I use the whole, what kind of gas are you going to put in the engine kind of thing. Yeah. But then the, um, the sleep thing is huge at that age. Yeah. They're not getting enough sleep and it's too much screen time kills them. So that's what we, we, during camp, um, this is another thing that we ended up doing. We, we talked about um, 
are you a leisure athlete or are you a performance athlete? And they're like, oh, it's like when you played for club and you enjoy being around your friends and we were, we were, you, you just love being, or you love flying the club colors and you played at your local uh, CBL, which is like your AAU tournaments right. and you were not a traveling yep. team. It's just a local AAU tournament. Right. Uh, um, you were, you were there to enjoy the sport of basketball. And I was like, yeah, uh, I said, that's you being a leisure athlete. So what do you do that's different? That's a performance athlete. And we kind of broke it down going, right, you wake up in the morning, do you stretch? Do you foam roll? After a game, do you go home and fill the tub up, which is the bath, and with cold water and just sit in it? Because it's, this is England. You don't really need ice in a, in a bathtub. It's freaking cold anyway. Right. <laughs> turn, on the, turn on the damn tap and sit in the damn thing. You'll be all right. Right. Um, so it, we, we talk about what kind of food are you putting in your body? And like Sean, who was, was one of my colleagues that came in and did this, he actually took pictures and said, right, how old are you? Um, this is how old I am. Right, great. How much? How, how much do you think you need um, for a day like today, where you're playing six hours of basketball? How much food do you think you need? And they were like, "Well, I think you need one of those bowls, and you need two of those bowls." And um, he's like, "Okay." He's like, "So what if I turn out told you you needed six of those bowls because you played six hours of basketball? You burn about four and a half thousand calories, and you're currently you're currently inputting into your body about four hundred and fifty every right. time." And that you can see where the kids' minds are blown going. Right. Whoa. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. A um, couple things you can do real quick. Subscribe and like here and on YouTube under T-Troops under YouTube. Leave any sort of reviews, any comments. We love those. Um, if you do any shopping on Amazon, down below is our Amazon link. Um, you know, it doesn't cost you anything, especially if you're a Prime member. Even if you're not a Prime member, we get a small little commission every time that you purchase through our link. Um, and the last thing is make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better resource, a better way to um, expand your horizons. There's nothing like it on the web that I have found. Um, you know, I have experienced everything that you're experiencing. I've coached guys at the highest level. I've coached NBA guys. I've coached, you know, fifth grade boys how to dribble so it's I've, I've experienced everything that you're experiencing and i am here to help um so you know go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better all right back to the podcast and the, and the thing is they're burning it too like yeah. you and i we're getting older we don't yeah. like yeah. I, I i have one of two ways i can eat less <laughs> or i can exercise more you know they're they're not at that stage if we want if you want to put any mass on them i mean they have no yeah. idea how much they're burning no, oh, they, 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 had, they had absolutely no clue. And then another thing that another one of the coaches, one of the coaches that we know, uh, Mac, who's our performer, again, I keep saying Max, Max got like a wealth of information. He's, he's an interesting guy for you to talk to, you know. I'd love to have him on the podcast. Um, his name is Ian McLeod. Um, he's our performance and mentoring officer. He's actually the assistant BBL coach for the Eagles. Um, he, he's a fantastic guy to talk to. Um, you send me that. You send me a stuff. I'll get that. Would be. I would love to sit and have a whole hour conversation about. That. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even like he, the kind of stuff that he comes out with it because he works with Alan Keane as well, who's like the head coach for the under 18s Euro Boys, and and like he's he's done some crazy stuff this year. I mean, he they got a promotion out of Division B. Um, they finished in seventh place in the world for under 18s. That's unheard of for England. Right. Um, Great Britain won the wheelchair basketball championships of the world. They beat Team USA. Um, that was sick. 
Like we we didn't we no one no one expected them to position that alone to win the entire thing right. and beat the U.S. Right. At wheelchair basketball. That's ridiculous, you know. Um, but like, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great time to be in the sport for us. And, and like Ian Ian would would be a fantastic guest for you. I know you'd love having a conversation with him. Um, I'll kind of put put the two of you together and see okay. what you guys. That'd be come. awesome. So you're thinking fundamentals. You're thinking off the court. You're thinking, I'm thinking progress sheets. Progress sheets. Kiss um, basically kissing it. You know, keeping yeah. it simple, stupid. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and 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 basic and what I wanted to kind of is set the set the baseline for kids coming through the program so that the coach for the under 16s next year says, oh, you know, hey, coach, this is this we're looking at these kids. I'm like, great. Here's all the resources that we have, and we have like a share drive. Right. Of the kids. Uh, this is their kind of progress. And should you want to pick one of these kids? Because we don't. We don't say, oh, the under 14s need to move to the under 16s. No, no. You go through trials again, right? I have a six kid, a six foot five kid out of Barcelona that that rocks up to the UK because his dad gets a job, right? Hold look at that kid as well, right? You know, I think I think a key, I think the I think the the analogy is it's like I'm the I'm the um I'm the geometry algebra two teacher and you're the algebra teacher. You're you, I got to make sure that they have that before they get to me. That That's it's kind of that progression in mathematics, right? You can't take calculus into taking pre calc. So what you need to do as a program, I think that's awesome, is basically they're going to know in a year or two that when you say this, this is what they're going to be able to do. That's and what that's you- what we've made a conscious effort this year as coaches to use very similar terminology. Right. And it, it is, it is, it has been, it's been a challenge because I'm not born and raised here. Right. So clearly there's a different terminology that I would use. Right. Right. Um, for example, I talked to a coach that currently um, works with the under twenty women, um, Jeff Jones. Um, if you Google him, I'm pretty sure you know you and him probably have crossed paths. Okay. Um, U.S. coach is, is his daughter plays for England as well. Uh, Georgia Jones, um, his son Callum Jones plays for Worcester Wolves, and he's one of those guys that that he was a scout, I think, for Cincinnati. Really? He was a scout for Cincinnati at some point. Um, yeah, I was talking to him, and he was—he—he's like—he's he, a very, oh well, um, you, you got to curl this in, and then you stop and pop, and like you can't use that kind of language from one coach to the other, right? Uh, because if you're looking at a twelve-year-old, he gets used to that kind of language when he gets to the under fourteen or I mean, uh, the under sixteen levels, where it's a different coach. The coach is going to struggle just to make him understand some basic stuff because we've all been using different terminology for it, right? Uh, do you say something very simple as um, we're in by the ball, you must curl to the ball, right? right. Curl to the ball is like, yeah, can you see cut? Can you make a C cut? And uh, which one do you, use, do you use? Helpline? Do you use, do you use things like that? Do you? Yeah. Use, we, yeah. Well, that, that's, uh, we use helpline. We use C cuts. We use uh, breakouts. We use, um, use your lead hand and then back pedal versus, you know, so there's just some common terminology sure. that we've all agreed this year to kind of use. Okay. Where rather than turn on Telekid who's 12 years old, you got to sit in your stance. Right. You don't sit in anything. Right. You actually play defense, right, by actually getting into your stance. You don't sit. Just sit right. down in your stance. We've, we've, we've made a, like, as coaches, so there's, like, can- there's like eight coaches during in the academy. We've all, including Ian, um, that we've all made a conscious effort this year to kind of use the same terminology. 
Um, and that will take and, time for that to kind of yeah. So percolate. Like we're we're teaching the kids how to play transition. We want a parallel sideline pass. We want to make sure we offer middle. So those kind of rather than turn around and say right, uh, run the lanes. Make sure we're constantly in the middle of the floor. It's just it's making sure that we use a consistent uh, the consistent use of the right language through the course of the age group so that the kids don't get confused. And it's, then the new kids that come in are able to slot in quite easily because the other kids kind of say, this is what it means. Right. This is what I've been here a few years. This is what it means. I mean, Don't panic. And what percentage of kids move up from 14 to 16? 80%? There is, um, there, I'd say there's about a 60%, which is not, which is not great. Right. Uh, 60% is what it is because a lot somewhere of else? Or they're not good. Uh, a lot of the kids end up moving. So a lot of the kids, some of the kids end up uh, being shell shocked by the entire thing. Okay. Um, turn around and saying, "Right, this is not for me. I'm didn't right. enjoy this at all." Right. The fact is, we, uh, the, some some kids are like that. They just don't like the pressure. And and the like I tell everyone, I said, not everybody will thrive in this environment because it is a performance environment. Right. If you're serious about where you want to go, it is my job to work double double as hard as you are. Right. Um, to make sure that we are getting you to the goals that you want to. So my rules with the kids also during a game is I will not sit down in a game that you are playing if you don't stop working hard. The only time I will sit down is if I think you are not working hard. And they're like, oh, coach, so this year, my under 14 started like, oh, coach, last year with the under 18, did you sit down? I was like, yeah, I sat down one game. I sat down in the second quarter. We came back to win it by 30. Uh, but just because I that's it, non-verbal that they'll be able to cue on that's real it. quick. That's and it. And like, down. I, and like the, the, the guys on the bench going, oh, crap, he sat down. Right. I just sat down, put my tactics board to the side. And I just sat down, put, 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 folded my hands. My body language said it all. I felt folded my hands and kind of just put my hand on my, on my, uh, on my chin and kind of went, okay, this is where we're at. <laughs> and like the entire bench turns around going, He's never sat down. We've played like a whole bunch of games. This guy never sits down. And then he realized they all turned around. Like, remember what he said? He said, if he'll sit down, if he thinks that we're not playing hard enough. And I was like, I said, I cannot, I can teach you how to play basketball, but I can't teach you hard. Right. That's something that you must come with. And that, and, and that also comes from other people on the bench in the court. I mean, they have to be able to pick each other up because they're not all going to be up here all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and and, yeah. That, and that's it. So we, we, this is another thing we talked about. We're going. Um, are you um, are you acceptable? Are you exceptional? And if you were, if you've moved from acceptable to exceptional, you must understand that exceptional has now become the new acceptable. Right. The new. Right. The, new gotta, the new mean. The, yes. The new. Yes. That's it. That's the new mean. Yeah. So you you've got to make sure that the the what what are you. And we, we just constantly do that. We turn around, we walk in, um, and we have like seven seven things that, that we kind of uh, drill home with the kids. So seven core values within our academy that we talk about. Uh, one of them is selflessness. And um, uh, we, 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 like, we walk in, uh, I'd walk in, and there'll be one, you always know there's always that one 12-year-old kid that's trying to shoot from the halfway line. He said that, he's like, yep, that's what I'm training, training for. I'm going to shoot from the halfway line for right. that end of game situation that he will not be on the floor for. And at the, the, the end of the day, I turn around and I ask these kids, I was like, are you a um, leisure athlete? Are you performance athlete? He's like, oh, coach, I'm a performance athlete. I said, then where is your selflessness? 
because I've got I've got nine guys sitting on the side, foam rolling and stretching prior to practice even beginning. Right. Which involves a stretch and a warm up, a dynamic right. and a static stretch. Uh, so they are being selfless to their teammates because they want to try and make sure that they are practice ready, hence game ready. Right. And that's when kids are like, okay, that's crazy. That's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> You know, I love that you call it halfway too. I call it half court. So half court, yeah, the halfway, the halfway line. That's what yeah. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things, isn't it? It is. Um, what else do we? We we do another thing where we kind of uh, talk talk to the kids and ask them what the seven core values are, and we go through this during camp: uh, bravery, uh, communication, selflessness, respect, reflective. They're 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 all a part of our value core values, and um, this year I think. One of the things I'm going to try and drive home with this age group, and it's going to be one that I probably need to pick up with you at some point, is how do I instill a sense of confidence without the obvious it will come with time? Um, okay, so while you want to, you have to show them success, um, it might not always be on the court. Um, there can be other kinds of success that can build their confidence. Can you, can, I mean, going to Edinburgh sounded like it built their confidence. Some. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I had like one of my big kids and who never, who couldn't say anything in the first game. Right. Um, and the first game we lost by like four or something ridiculous. Right. Right. Um, and I actually, in some strange way, I actually liked the fact that we lost that first game. Because it lit a fire under them, they were like, you know, right. like we first game. I was like, he's like, look the size of us. We're just we're 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 quite a large team, and we can run the floor. And we've all played basketball before. And so they went and they did really well at camp to then go to Edinburgh and like. Build is on is there a way that you can schedule some some things during the season, either, or is your schedule? Right, so is that are you talking about like like friendly games and stuff? Yes. Like that? Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I can. I we're we're not we're not curtailed in any sort of form. I'm 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 still head coach of that age group. I can do what the hell I and want. And you know when the hard ones are coming? Do you yeah. know who your hard opponents yeah. are? Gonna be? Yeah. So so uh, with us is, um, we're usually there's like there's a huge rivalry between three of us. So I would say it's us, Newcastle, Manchester, because Manchester had John Amici who went ended up in the in the NBA. So he has a huge foundation and he has his own building and stuff for his right. kids to come through. They come out of the John Amici center. Um, and it's between us, um, the, the, and Birmingham, um, Birmingham being the multicultural city that they, ha- that they are. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Yep. Hakeem Olajuwon has his own club in Birmingham. He lives in Birmingham now. Oh, he does. Yeah. 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 His, his son, his son plays for Birmingham Rockets. What great um, is he? Well, how old is he? He is an under sixteen now. Is he huge? Mm, not not as big as dad. No, not as big as dad. So yeah, so that might be that might be one way. I I would I would definitely try to schedule some. You know, maybe you know you have a tough little stretch here. You got to rebuild them back up. Go, yeah. <laughs> you go get some friendlies. You know, I, I I'm always a big believer in that. Um, oh yeah. Especially, you don't have to do that when they get older because they can kind of fight through it on their own. But they're, 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 <laughs> it goes back to like their body. I mean, everything is so fragile at that. They're just trying to figure yeah. out who they are, to be honest yeah. with you, like as yeah. people, not even as yeah. basketball players. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, so. they, 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 you just hit the nail on the head. They are. They, I, was, I turned around and told them, I said, you know, it's like, oh, coach, what play are we going to run? I'm like, we're going to play basketball. How about that? 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, if I wanted robots, I'd stay at home. And, yeah. my and, and they like structure though. If you, yeah, if yeah. going back to the practice thing, they, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm just saying that they know that this is the way their world, the kids like structure. I'm not saying dictatorial. I'm saying structure that they know that I should do this now. If gives them, it's, it's like knowing they're going to get tucked in when they're six years old. You know, it's just, it's that comfort of knowing it. Um, you know, cause I'm married to a psychologist and she tells me that all the time. It's, it's, that, it's that structure stuff that makes them feel good. Then within that structure is where you can do your, you know, Hey, this is the way you should come out every day. This is like you said, this is where we put our water. They like that. Yeah, um, yeah. because they I mean, know that I, that's the way the world is. Yeah. If I say like timeout that we need to like, hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I would ask that you stop running. You go, you call home. You go, honey, I need to join ttubes.com. I need to become a better basketball coach. This coach Collins knows what he's talking about. He's experienced it all. He can help me take my game to my coaching game to the next level. I hope I can. I think I can. Go over and check it out. Subscribe and like. Make sure you go over also and check our YouTube channel out. Um, ttubes on YouTube hundreds of videos, thousands of videos. I think we're over thousands of videos now. Um, go over and check that out. It doesn't cost you anything. And if you're going to do any shopping tonight, click on our Amazon link down below and then go shopping. You won't even notice it. It doesn't cost you anything. And we get a small little affiliate. Helps us with our hosting fees. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.